0: Hello and welcome to Success Stories. I'm Kendra Hall, Chief Storytelling Officer at Success Magazine, and this is the podcast where we sit down with the brightest stars and the boldest thought leaders as they share their stories so you can create your own success story. I'll be honest, on the day that I recorded this interview with my next guest, it was early February, and I had hit what some people have called the pandemic wall. I remember just earlier that week thinking to myself, what does it even feel like to be really happy or excited about something, to be hopeful or feel like there was some sense of possibility in the world? Yep sound familiar? Maybe it does. And let me tell you, this conversation was exactly what I needed. Not only is my next guest an entrepreneurial superstar, but she is so filled with hope and belief and possibility that it just makes you feel, well, happy. I'm sure you'll get the same sense as you listen to our conversation. Let's get to it. My guest today is a genuine entrepreneurial hero. She literally founded her business, It Cosmetics, in her living room. Working from home with her husband, she spent three years working through rejection after rejection until finally breaking through. After selling the company to L'Oreal for north of $1 billion, she became that company's first CEO. Today, the very day this episode comes out, she is releasing her new book, Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable, and she's debuting on the cover of Success Magazine. You can find her story all across our digital channels. She is none other than Jamie Kern Lima. Jamie, welcome to Success. We're so excited
1: to hear your stories. Oh, Kendra, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and thank you. It's a big week and I'm just excited to, to, to celebrate it with you too. So thank you.
0: Well, and we should say it's a big week because your book, Believe
1: It, uh, releases this week. Like this is, this is it. How do you feel? Oh my goodness. I am so excited. You know, I think, um, you know, the big hope and prayer for this book is that, you know, anybody, any entrepreneur, Any person with big dreams, big goals, who's struggling with self-doubt and wants to learn how to break through it. Um, this book is for them. And it's, you know, the, the big reason I wrote it, Kendra, is you, when you Google my story, all you ever really see is kind of like the highlight reel, like the, oh, Denny's Waitress builds billion dollar company and has mm-hmm. billion dollar acquisition. And, and I get so many DMs from, from entrepreneurs and from women. And every single day where people are like, oh, I wish, you know, I have a dream too, but I'm not getting traction in my business. Or I keep hearing no, or I don't know what to do. Like, did you just did you just get like a big break or get lucky or did you have connections? And it made me realize that so many people, if we don't ever share the stories behind the stories, um, which is really why I wrote Believe It, then it's like we feel alone in our own setbacks or rejections or lack of success happening around us because a lot of people don't share that stuff on Mm -hmm. online they just share like oh look how great everything looks and and you know my journey yes I sold a company for over a billion dollars I started in my living room but the journey was years and years and years of no's and setbacks and just so many lessons learned the hard way and I just think we're all in this together. Um, And I think that when we can use our own stories and experiences that you know, to help someone else, to save them nights crying themselves asleep, to save them self-doubt, to, to save them time or money, then that's when it, it all is worth it. And so I, I'm super excited for Believe It and um such an honor to share it with you. So thank you so much. And I'm excited to share it with you personally because you're like the queen of storytelling in the whole universe. And so I can't wait for you to to uh, to 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 read some of the stories in there because some of them are crazy they're all true but they're it's been a wild ride so far.
0: <laughs> you know what? I have to say, like, that was... It's so funny that you mentioned that because, yes, stories are my... And so it's really interesting when I pick up a book and I'm like, oh, gosh, but I don't really feel like these stories are... You know, you hear the big promise of this is the behind the scenes and this is not the... This is the backstage. And and a lot of a lot of books don't deliver on mm-hmm. that. It's still kind of like a pretty photoshopped version, if you, if you will. And, and I have to say there have been multiple instances where I've been prepping for this conversation. And, you know, of course, time is such a limited resource and and how you use it. I'm very conscientious of that, which I'm sure, you know, you've experienced that as entrepreneurs do. And, and I just find I have found myself getting lost in your stories in the best way. Mm-hmm. So, for whatever that is worth, for anyone who's listening who's wondering like is this just another oh, here's how I this is there there is so much and you do such a great job of mm-hmm. of painting the whole picture. I could see myself standing there on the QVC stage. And then and then what's funny is, like I don't even have anything to offer on the QVC stage and suddenly I was like I kind of want to I want to be there. Like I could see myself. So so this is everything that you're hearing about. If you've ever experienced self-doubt or you know you have something and you're trying to break through, this just this book will if if for nothing else be the food that honestly especially right now I feel like we all need. I felt better reading this and so for that I am really really grateful. So
1: congratulations. Oh. I know. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that, you know, so many people have come through such a hard year in 2020 and it's are a lot of people continuing into 2021 and i think that a lot of people right now are feeling a little bit powerless a little there's so much uncertainty in everyone's life and in particular in their careers and in business and i think it's just a time where you know a lot of people have let their own like inner light kind of dim yeah. and they're tired and they're feeling powerlessness and you know this book is all about how do you also like reignite that light inside of you and yeah. believe again in the possibility of your dreams uh, build your resiliency on handling rejection and knowing you're not alone in it um, and really learning to get still and listen to your gut and then learning how to trust it. Because for me, and this is this is so big, but I don't think the victory is selling a company for a billion dollars, although that, that's fun. Well, parts of it are fun. <laughs> I go into all that stuff in the book. But the victory is like learning how to get still hear your own self your own gut and trust it and I think that makes all the difference in the world and just in case I forget to say this just gonna throw it out there Kendra I think you have another book coming out I think next year so maybe that's what you're gonna sell on QVC who knows just putting do, we, it do the they user. sell books? well it, and, <laughs> it, I don't do they sell books
0: on QVC I don't know yeah. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think they but actually that is a great <laughs> That's a great question. I point mean, just saying. <laughs> I know I will I will fully accept you putting that into <laughs> the universe for me. Uh, and 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 truthfully, actually, this is something that um one of the questions I wanted to ask you because it's something that I feel really passionate about, is that in and something that this, a book and you in general do is is normalize the the challenges like it's not mm, going yeah. to it's it's not so much like um, not even necessarily a breakthrough but like oh I'm struggling with this I'm struggling with this this is yes. normal this is what people yes. feel and then yes. something you said in there was that you keep a file of of all of these instances, the good, the bad, the ugly, I would imagine the the rejections and use that later on. um, It's something that you can go back to and refer to. And and that's something that um, I've discovered in my most recent work is the power of the stories we tell ourselves. And so when we are going through a difficult time to say to ourselves, okay, this is hard right now, but this is a story that I'm going to be able to tell myself later and use as fuel to get through a future difficult time. So what are, yeah, like, tell me, tell me about those challenges that you've faced and how you've used them for your benefit.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I talk a lot about um, just the power of doing that in the book. So, you know, I have this imaginary toolbox that's in my head. I actually have it in my notes app on the phone. And, you know, I go back to it every time i am starting to let self doubt enter my head every time i need a boost of inspiration and i think that you know everyone can do this and it's totally free and um i think that you know there's so many tools and lessons about about how to actually do these things in your real life and i agree so much with something you said before which is there's a lot of really great books out there especially like in the personal growth space but then you read them and you're like okay but how do I apply that to my real life? and how does it actually impact me? And I wanted to do something so different in this book, which isn't share the big you know wins per se, but share the real stuff that went down because what I know is that you know being an entrepreneur, launching a dream, writing a book, creating a podcast, like even you know, uh, uh, being in a leadership role on a team or inside a company comes with so many challenges and so many setbacks. And I just think a lot of people don't really talk about them. And so when we're sitting in that space where our business isn't getting the traction we want it to, um, we feel like it, it, maybe we're wrong. Maybe our gut is wrong. We're not supposed to be doing this. Or you know, for three years, I had dreamed of launching on QVC, but they told me no, and I wasn't the right fit. And when people tell us no... Over and over, or when we think we have a gut feeling about something we're supposed to do, and then we get rejected, or we don't see proof of it around us, it's so easy uh, to confuse that with 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 the path we're supposed to be on in life. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's easy to t- it's easy to listen to other people's opinions, or rejection, or you know, all that self doubt. Over listening to our own knowing and. I think you know a big part of this book is is really letting people know they're not alone mm-hmm. in wherever they're at right now in their own business and you know from from the very beginning Kendra I was you know I was working as a TV news anchor I thought my whole life that's what I was going to do for my career I love other people's stories and I got this skin condition called rosacea where I have you know it's hereditary there's no cure for it And my cheeks would get bright red with bumps all over them and feel like sandpaper. And I was anchoring the news um, all the time. And I would be hearing in my earpiece from the producer, there's something on your face. There's something on your face. Can you wipe it off? And I thought, like, and I knew they were just trying to have my back. I knew there was nothing I could wipe off. It was that the makeup wasn't working. It was breaking up under the hot HD lights. And I, I started what I thought was a big season of setback in my life, meaning I started getting a lot of self-doubt. I started thinking, am I going to get fired? Am I going to lose viewers? Um, all those things. And I thought this was a setback that I was going through. And I didn't know at the time. Uh, and I think, I think Joel Osteen coined this phrase, um, another success uh, cover <laughs> story, uh-huh. that you know, often your setbacks are your setups. Yeah. for something that you're supposed to be that's even greater. We just don't see it at the time. And yes. I was in a season of setback and I was trying every makeup product out there, nothing would work. And then I had this big idea. What if I know I know nothing about creating a company. Nothing in terms of no one in the beauty world. I had almost no money, but I kept getting this feeling, what if I actually can figure out how to create a product that works for me? And if it works for me, I bet it would help a lot of other people. And, you know, my head was telling me, oh, no, no, you're in your dream job. Yeah. Like my gut feeling was like, you've got to do this. And two things about that. I think, you know, for everyone listening, because we're in this culture where we hear just don't quit, don't quit, don't give up. And I don't think that's always the victory. I think the victory is learning to hear that knowing, that still small voice, that gut feeling that we all have inside. And learning to trust ourselves, and in that moment, I'll remember. I'll never forget this moment, Kendra, where I realized, like sometimes, knowing when to let go of a dream mm-hmm. is as important as knowing when to go after one. Mm-hmm. And even though my whole life, I thought I would be, you know, doing a talk show and hearing other people's stories, mm-hmm. in that moment, I was like, "I'm supposed to do this thing I know nothing about," and my whole life changed because I made the decision to trust it. Yeah. But with that said, the first three years, so so I wrote the business plan at Cosmetics with my husband on a honeymoon flight. I know, I want to I talk about that too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got back and quit our jobs, dove all in. For anyone listening to us right now who is in a place in their business or in launching their dream where they're just like, I'm so close to giving up. I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I'm not having the kind of success that I wanted. You know, we, what I didn't know was going to happen is we went three years from the moment we launched a cosmetics because everyone sees the success story now, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now as we're speaking, it's the largest luxury makeup company in the country, which is crazy. But at the time, the start of it was three years of every single department store and beauty retailer and QVC all saying no. Every time I'd send them the product, it was a no. Every time I get an in-person meeting, it was a no, or you're not the right fit, or you have to change your packaging, right? And I kept having this strong gut feeling I was supposed to be on QVC, but every time I met with them, it was a no. And this went on for three years. And the toolbox that you talk about, like I would go back and reference that on the nights I'd be crying myself to sleep. And I would pull stories from underdogs that were victorious. And and I love leaning on the power of story, um, real life stories from other people that have overcome great odds, which is a lot of stuff in my book, Believe It. Um, But also I had to learn to hustle. And I just want to share that with anyone in your audience right now who feels like they're in a space where, um, it's not so glamorous. <laughs> um, like, and just to give you a real life example, Kendra, yeah. like I couldn't afford to hire anybody. Right. So for the first couple years, we didn't pay ourselves the first three years had no money. And I had to figure out how to do every job that I couldn't afford to hire. And I was trying to get the word out. I would even post our products on social media. I remember tagging success magazine on social media, hoping someone would notice the brand, right? Hoping someone would notice. And how wild is it that we're sitting here doing this show, um, (laughs) that the big issue is coming out uh, today and that, I mean, I I just want to share that though, because, you know, I mean, even my, so, so my middle name is Marie and um, Mar- at one point, Marie got her own email address. So Marie at, at cosmetics.com became head of customer service, head of PR. Marie would be pitching all of like good morning America and saying, you know, great news. Our founder is available for an interview and we have a new product launch. And Marie got like ignored and declined all the time. But it was like, I mean, it was so scrappy and just hustling trying to stay alive and it was not glamorous and i just think these stories and and why i wrote believe it is to share the stories behind the stories of what really happened not only in the professional journey of building it cosmetics to over a thousand employees and through the, the acquisition process um of l'oreal and 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 the whole journey, but also to share the personal stuff too that we all go through in terms of starting a business with a friend or a partner or a loved one in terms of the the personal challenges we go through um, with our own self-doubt, with our own circle of friends, with our own family, whatever that looks like, right? like I'm sharing it all for the first time. and, And my hope and prayer is that every person helps use these things in the book to break through their, their own self-doubt and to not t- talk themselves out of their own truth and to, to step into the person that, that they're born to be and to trust that.
0: I am just. I oh. So first, there's so many. There's so many things there that I want to ask you. I feel like right now, and I hope everyone who's listening feels like Jamie right now is like our personal man. Like I feel like you're. I'm like try. I want to take notes, but I don't want to take my eyes off of you because I'm like, wait, I have so many more questions. This is so. Uh. Um. But first of all, this is very small. But Marie. That is amazing. Like I'm still like I have like very. I'm like, why don't you email <laughs> email someone? No, I have a few people on my team. But I I need to I'm gonna use Gail. So if you're all listening, that's my that's <laughs> my that's my mother's name. It was my my middle name was in there for so Gail, you're all gonna be here. Gail has just joined our team.
1: So there's two big um <laughs> So Kendra really fast. If I ever get an email from Gail, I'm gonna be like, Kendra, Gail's amazing listening to people are now gonna
0: test that. It's Gay, it's Gail, G-A-Y-L-E. So now you all know it's still me writing it, but it's gonna be <laughs>
1: you've got to do what you've got to do. And this is why it's so important. And, and I want to share this story really fast is just, we are in a day and age where technology is, is such a huge part of our life and there's a lot of benefits, but one of the downsides is we see social media, we see, and everyone just posts the the, the success stories, but not the journey to success, right? They post the, 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 what's going on in their company that looks good, but not these stories. And, I'm sure someone listening to us right now, hearing, you know, me using my middle name as an email and you, you talking that. about Gail. I mean, listen, you know, it, it actually worked in some cases. There were times Marie would pitch our founder and our new product launch, and then they would, you know, do a feature in a magazine or whatever. You got to do what you got to do. and And I think taking our ego out of things and just really, you know sharing these kind of stories I think is really important because it makes everyone feel less alone in what they're going through, you know?
0: Well, that's what Even today, today I had a day, Jamie, I won't spend much time on it, but like our kids, so they were supposed to be in school today. The, uh, there were two cases of COVID at the school. So they Mm. shut the school down. So they're learning from home. That's fine. We've done it before our internet went out. So there, what my one kid is going to third grade on my hotspot. The other kid's going to fourth grade on my husband's hotspot. The internet tech is in the room where I usually record the podcast, which don't mistake as a fancy room. It's actually just my bedroom. And I'm recording from my, I mean, it was I couldn't even record it. I couldn't even show the behind the scenes because I didn't have my phone. My son did. So that's like, that's, that's where it is. I do want to ask, and this is a, um, this is definitely a selfish question, but I'm, I'm going to be selfish for a moment because I, I loved, it was right at the beginning where you were talking about um, you and your now husband uh, Mm -hmm. and. And I think that there are a lot of partners who are working together. And especially now, even if you're not working together, you know, the pandemic, whether it's you're listening to this in 2021 or 2023, it's changed what that that line between work-life balance used to be a lot. It, it was always blurred. And now it's just like a whole, now it's a whole mess. Um, I would love for you to share some of the stories of of what it means to, to be in partnership on so many different levels.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think so many people, and you're so right, because even people not working together kind (laughs) of are right now, if they're in the same house, right? Um, But making a choice to actually work together, I think that it's something that I I think no matter how much advice we get around this, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a a weird thing that we all think it'll be different when we do it. And then it's still really, really hard. Um, I think that our natural tendency, right, of course, for any person is to want to go into business or partnership or launch a dream with somebody they trust already. So it might be their partner or a good friend or a family member. And I remember when I was considering, you know, my husband Paulo and I were considering starting this together. All of my friends or their family would all tell me the same thing that had ever done it. They're like, "Don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it, uh, or you risk your relationship. Um, it's the hardest thing you'll ever do." I had so many people say that they tried it and they had to stop working together if they were going to actually stay together or remain friends or X, Y, or Z. So. I remember hearing all that, Kendra, thinking, oh, but it's gonna be different for me <laughs> because right, but like, we all like wanna think oh, that. I um know. honestly. I, so, so, so we started the company in our living room together. And, you know, this in, in my new book, believe it, it's the first time I've ever shared like 95% of the book I've never shared before, but I I think it's so important, um, to talk about these things. So I share the progression even of our personal relationship and, and what happened as a result of working together. And, you know, we ended up doing hundred hour weeks. Uh, for almost a decade building at Cosmetics, which is a whole nother thing that I talk about. I don't believe you need to do that at all have success. And there's things I would do differently if I could do it over again. Um, But at the time, I almost couldn't believe our success. At the time, it started really happening. and We started really growing and really just crushing it everywhere. And I always felt like, oh, my gosh, I've got to strike while the iron's hot, which is really a form of imposter syndrome at its core. And I had to work hard to get over that and believe like, oh, no, of course we're successful because the product really works, and we're really shifting yeah. culture in the beauty industry. It shouldn't and, be a
0: surprise. You know? Yeah, it's not a surprise. It's not like a discovery. Well, it, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. Great. But yeah. it's
1: interesting that you know, I, and the way I was raised, I had never seen this type of success around me. Um, when I was waitressing at Denny's and saving every penny, I had like, and when it when the business started exploding, it took me a minute to even believe it was really all happening and and to break through my own self-doubt and my own self-worth issues, to believe I was worthy of running a what turned into an over-billion-dollar company and over a 1,000 employees and all the things. And I talk about that mental mindset journey, too, because I think that is more important than almost anything else for everybody, no matter what they're going through. Um, but yeah, I share about the journey that I went on with, with my husband in the sense of, working with a partner and, and, and one thing that we didn't do well was set boundaries and ever stick to them. Right. So it became really hard where we would say, okay, starting at 8 PM, no more work talk. Right. Yeah, and
0: this <laughs> the big, like, this is the big thing, right? Like, where it's do you, so okay. Hard. So yeah. So tell us like, so no yeah. more work
1: talk at 8 PM. Yeah. But here's what would happen. It would be 8 15 or 8 30. And one of us, it might even be the person that said no more work talk would be yeah. like. Oh, did you hear about this happen today? Or this legal contract has like all the stuff, right? It is so hard for anyone considering this right now, it, or in the middle of it right now. When you do work with a friend or partner or loved one, it's very hard to to not have this huge gray area where work can almost or your professional dynamic can almost take over your relationship altogether. And, you know, I talk all about the three years of, of no's and then the continual rejection. We had even Sephora, for example, who had always dreamed of being in Sephora, which is a big beauty retailer. Uh, it took six years to get a yes from them. So we we even grew to be the largest beauty brand in QVC and everything else. And we eventually got a yes. They're amazing partners, but it took six years. And I, I talk about the whole journey of how I turned no's into yeses and How I didn't take rejection personally. I talk about all that, but I also, you know, talk about that. By the time we were so large as a business and still working so much, when I would get a phone call from my husband, I I realized that when I glanced down at my phone, I would equate it to a work call. Yes. Anytime he would call, this is what this is what I I feel like is such an
0: important conversation, especially for like women, like. Like, this is like, you are, you are not like, you know, a tertiary part of this business. Like, yeah. What do you do when you look at the call or an email from your, like, why is my husband even emailing me? Like that it shouldn't be, but to see it all as a work, what do you do? Like, what happens? Yeah,
1: well... I had to really make the decision. Um, I knew, and you know, I, I also talk about this this ten year journey. Not just of building this company, but in parallel, um, I was also trying to uh, carry a pregnancy to full term, and, and kept failed, you know, kept not being able to, and and going through fertility, going through all of that at the same time as running this huge. Scaling, growing business, and um, it was really hard. And and by the end of it, uh, you know, we were so blessed with a lot of options. We had a lot of people interested in buying the company. We thought about going public. Um, I always had this cool, sexy vision of ringing the, the stock exchange bell, and I'm like, you know, we'd built this company where, that was huge, right? And I'm like, well, you know, maybe we do that. But I realized if we go public, I'm going to still run the business. They're, like, there's still going to be a long a uh, journey ahead and we bec- we had become addicted to work mm. and i talk about this a lot in the book and believe it anyone listening right now who is in a spot where they feel like they're actually addicted to work or addicted to being busy uh what i learned is that we were completely addicted to work and this was both me and my husband and busyness or work addiction or is like any other addiction mm-hmm. in the sense of it's it numbs you from good and bad emotions um and it separates you from yourself and we were in such a space of work addiction <laughs> we got to the point where i would see him as my business partner not as my life partner yeah. and i i talk a lot in the book kendra about learning to trust ourselves because i think that's the greatest victory in life and i made the decision to trust myself not to trust myself to stay addicted to work forever and that is why we decided you know what Let's sell this company um, to someone that can take our vision and align with our mission, scale it globally. Uh, But we need to make some changes in our life too. Um, And and it's a miracle that we are married today and in love. (laughs) It's a miracle, but we are. It really is. Yeah, we are. It took a lot of work though. And I talk about that in the book too, because when you do go into business with someone, whether it's a partner, a friend, a loved one, it can really take a toll on your relationship, and and navigating that and repairing that is a is a journey also. But it can be done. It can be done.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. That's where I was like, oh gosh, this is just. I was like I said, just like devouring all of it. And I feel like I feel like there is like a collective, and for the women who are listening, we have a we have a large female audience, and um, who are all in the same. There's this, there's a lot of chaos. I feel like there's chaos. And yet at the same time, uh, there's this sense that there is opportunity, opportunity to listen to our guts, opportunity to let go of what we thought we wanted and really explore what we, what we actually want and need. And that's why I feel like this book today is the one that like if you find yourself at that weird crossroads this is this is this is what you like it is it's like vitamins it's Uh it's like the shake that you're told to drink every day or whatever like it's nourishment in that way thank Um, you so jamie let me ask ask you need it oh gosh i really do like i just can't i've been uh i've found a new way to measure books and that is when you when you're reading it and you're loving it and you're getting to the last like 50 pages and you don't want it to be done so you don't want it to be over. You don't want to finish the book. And I feel like that happens a lot with fiction books. You know, you're like, Oh, I don't want Harry Potter. I don't want like when I got to the seventh book of Harry Potter, I'm like, I don't want this to end. Like, don't let it be over. Um, but a true masterpiece of a personal development or business book is when you get to that last chapter and you're like, just dragging your heels. You're like, I don't want to read the rest because I don't want it to be over. Um, and I feel like that's what you've achieved here. So. So congratulations and thank you on that. And I do want to ask you, so where you are today, after everything you've been through and all the stories that you share in the book, what, Jamie, does success mean for you? Like what, how do you personally define success?
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, uh, and I talk a lot about this in the book. I go through an experience of mean girls, of adult golding, all these crazy things in the book, right? And I and 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 I realize I have this huge epiphany that I think is freeing for a lot of people when they realize this is, oh wow, we're actually not here to compete with anyone else. Like that's a distraction. And listen, I'm competitive, right? I built a billion dollar company. Yeah. But what I realized is we're all here to and I believe this to my core, Kendra, that we're all here to compete only with who God made us capable of becoming. Um, and for me, I know I'm nowhere. I'm not even close yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and so what success looks like to me is learning how to trust yourself, listen to that voice and, and, and through this alignment of authenticity, stepping into all of who you really truly are, um, and, and all of, of who you're called to be. I think success means, uh, knowing that what you're doing is is something bigger than yourself. And that could mean that it's for your family and you're, you know, set on breaking a multi-generational cycle of something that's gone on in your family line. It could, it could be something bigger than yourself, you know, for your kids or a loved one, or it could be for the community you're building, or it could be to shift culture in the whole beauty industry. Uh, but knowing, um, or or it simply could be to share your story one day. Because it's going to help someone else yes. feel seen or feel less alone, right? When we know what we're doing is to serve someone other than ourselves, something greater than ourselves, that is the ultimate definition of success. And there are so many people I know personally that have so much money and such a great resume and so many accolades and you know billions of dollars. I don't believe they're successful and they're not if they're not filled with joy and doing something that is um, bigger than themselves Mm -hmm. and in of service to others. And, you know, I've learned that. So I think that's something we can all do, whether we are down to our last thousand dollars like I was for years and just trying to make it. I believe in that moment we can be successful and have the ultimate level of success when when our eyes are set on the right thing, which is, you know, oh, I'm doing something that's that's really truly intended to serve, in some capacity, to be of service to someone else in some capacity. Um, and I believe we can be successful when we've sold billion-dollar companies that way. Uh, so for me, that's that's the ultimate um, definition of success. And you know, it's part of why I'm super honored even to be part of, you know, Success Magazine, of this podcast here with you. Uh, Because I think the intention of everything you guys do is to serve so many people, right? In their own journey of wherever they're at on their own, in their own business or in their own journey of success. And I think that's why it's magic and why it works because it's about something that's greater.
0: And I really feel like that was definitely the sense that I got from your writing and from like this conversation right here with you. Right now mm-hmm. is is to be you and like have that like bring what you were meant to bring and yeah. and it's confusing and it's not always clear and it's not always a straight line. but if you are, I, I mean I remember from the very first chapter where you were talking about going on QVC and they're like, no, this is what we need. you need these models, you need to do this. This is how the pitch mm-hmm. looks. and you and you just, you trusted who you were and what you knew and, and having that internal belief and um, yeah. like that is... Which is a
1: journey for us all to get there. Right. Because yeah, I talk about anybody struggling with comparison syndrome or struggling about with, with thinking you need to change some part about who you are and show up differently in order to be successful. I talk, this is like one of my favorite parts of the book is all the stories and lessons I share around this that I believe is so true. The the power of authenticity, how you can't fake it, how if you don't show up authentically, you 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 know, so many people want to show up as a representative. They think that will make them successful. But all that does is create a barrier of disconnection between you and your customer or you and your partner or you and your friends. And when we realize, oh, wow, if I show up fully authentically, all my flaws, all my messy parts, all my things that I'm embarrassed about, but we actually show up that way, that's our superpower. That's how we connect with our customers or our community or loved ones, right? That's literally the only way. And I talk about this idea in the book that, and by the way, when we embrace that, it's so freeing because we're like, oh, I don't need to try and change who I am. I don't need to feel like I'm not enough right now. doesn't mean we don't keep growing, but when we fully authentically embrace who we are, that's our superpower. And, and I talk about this idea that like, Authenticity alone doesn't guarantee success, but inauthenticity guarantees failure. And I've learned that time and time again in so many stories I share in the book. And I think when we embrace it, it's so freeing because then we're no longer distracted by what's our competition doing? What's this? What's that? Um, One quick thing, Kendra... Just I I just remember building it cosmetics. And when we finally were able to hire employees and scale and build out departments, we got to over a thousand employees. And I was able to hire a lot of people with a lot of experience from the beauty industry that I didn't have myself. But one thing I did that, you know, there's a famous Dr. Seuss quote that says you have to be odd to be number one. And I just remember thinking we have to stick to our authenticity that if we're going to stay number one, and every time an employee would bring me like a research report on what's hot in the market or what our competitors are doing or whatever, whatever's going on, I would see it because I think knowledge is power. I would read it. Right. But then I would always say these words to them and to the point where they can repeat them and probably roll their eyes at the same time. (laughs) I would always say these words which is our greatest threat to our business is not our competition. It's if we ever get distracted by it and then tempted to dilute our own secret sauce because Mm -hmm. of it. And I stuck like laser focused on that through the whole journey of building a cosmetics. And I believe us sticking to what we do and not getting distracted by what's hot at the moment or what so-and-so is doing over here or what a retailer is asking us to do, if it wasn't aligned with our authenticity, We didn't do it. And we stayed laser focused. And that was how we built customer trust. And that's also how we ended up being such a different company that we weren't because we weren't doing what everyone else was doing. L'Oreal wanted to buy us for $1.2 billion because even though they had 40 other companies that are all awesome, we weren't like any of them. So we complemented their portfolio. So I just I talk a lot about this in the books. I think it's the most freeing lesson, especially in a social media world where we embrace our, our true, our true authentic selves for better or worse without judgment, freaking freeing (laughs) your superpower in your Uh life, in your business, in your community. I'm so fired up about that. <laughs> and, and to just
0: let that go, to let that go too. I was just, I was just talking to a friend, like, so uh, Clubhouse is new. I think you're on Clubhouse a lot. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I've been on I, twice ever. I've been on twice
1: ever. Yeah. I'm so, just checking it so
0: out. I'm like, <laughs> and you know, like I am head down right now, writing my book. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm, you know, like, and so I'm getting all these like pings, like, hey, you should get a Clubhouse club. And I'm like, yeah, I just, you know what? I'm okay if I miss it. I'm okay if Clubhouse goes huge and I wasn't there on the first day because, because I can't. I'm not doing that right now. I'm doing this right now. And and there's there's a lot of tension in saying in saying there's a lot of tension in saying yes to yourself. There yeah. it, there just is. And and I love I love that but this that's is so
1: powerful. The power. One more drop in that
0: bucket, right? In the yeah. yes to you, and you could be wrong, yeah. but at least it's you. You know. Yeah. Well, Jamie, I am just—I'm so excited for you. I am—I am personally so excited that I got to spend this time with you today. I'm hoping that like this is just the beginning of you and I talking because even though we're on different coasts, I—I I feel very
1: connected to you. Where can we find you, Jamie? Oh, thank you, Kendra. I'm, I'm the same same by the way. Um, and I'm excited for your book too. Uh, yes. Okay. Believe it, um, uh, is so believeit.com. So the book's called believe it and believeit.com. Um, for this week, we're doing tons of free gifts. Uh, if you pick up the book, like anywhere it's sold, doesn't matter where indie bookstores anywhere. And then you go back to, um, believeit.com. Uh, I wrote a 95-page action plan that like helps you implement all the lessons from the book into your real life. Um, and I'm not going to sell it. I'm just going to give it away for free for the launch week for anyone who heads to BelieveIt.com. Then did a course as well uh, that's going to be there for free for the launch week. And so BelieveIt.com. And then I'm on Instagram at Jamie Kern Lima as well. Um, and uh, and I'm just super, super excited. And thank you for celebrating the launch of Believe It with me. I really can't wait to hear everyone's stories. And if anyone's listening and you post about the book, tag us, tag me and Kendra and Success Magazine and, and let us know your favorite parts of the book and I'll repost it. Um, but thank you for the words that you share, Kendra. My prayer is that for everybody, this truly helps them break through that barrier of self-doubt and learn to believe in themselves and trust themselves um, and step into all of who they are, they, they are and all of who they're born to be. So I'm excited and thank you.
0: Oh, that's so great. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. And actually, we're gonna offer some additional special surprises for our Mm -hmm. success family. So visit success.com slash Jamie to check those out. Jamie, thank you so much for sharing your stories. This is just the beginning. I know just the
1: beginning. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this
0: conversation, look up an inch or down an inch and check out all of our previous discussions. You can find those at iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And of course, check out the latest issue of Success Magazine by heading over to success.com slash subscribe and get more inspiring stories like this delivered right to your front door. Be sure to give us a review on Apple iTunes and you can find me at kindrahall.com or on Instagram at Kindra Hall. That is Kindra with an I. I can't wait to hear the stories you'll tell. Until next time.